Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 297 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Here yet again. Just fucking barely. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yelling and up the stairs and I walk in the door. <laughs> you live here. You have no excuse to be late. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't always have like the time right in front of me. Well, no, but Do you, you should have an idea. Yeah, and I also called you. No, yeah, I got that. I didn't like. I have my phone on a silent now these days a lot of the time. I don't understand because that never, means you miss a phone. Well, call. just because like when if I'm at work, I'm not, I don't want to be interrupted by my phone. And I just never turn it back off, silent. So okay, so you're saying just you can't call you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, how often do I get called that I actually do answer? Let's be fair here. I don't know. All right, and then we have Matt. Hey, hey. And Gordon. How's it going? All right, before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout-out to our patron, specifically our Black Belt patron, Andy Thompson. Uh, if you'd like to be as awesome as Andy, head over to patreon.com slash and become a patron today. Did you know that Andy can not only captain a ship, but captain another ship with his mind? Doesn't that make him an admiral? And he has a real dive certificate, not unlike... Uh, Unlike you in the game last night, who had a fake one. <laughs> so yeah, if you like me as awesome as Andy, head over to uh, patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. And if you're doing any Amazon shopping, head over to blindnewsstudios.com, click on the Amazon link above our homepage. Your Amazon shopping as normal, and it really helps us out. All right, Carlos, what have you been up to this week? Uh, let's see. Not too much. Did see the mummy uh, on Monday. Uh, we talked about we talked about like we're planning going that uh, last week, last episode. But yeah, like I saw it. It's, it still holds up. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it other than it's it an still amazing, a really fun movie. Movie. Yeah, it's a phenomenal. The original movie, movie with Brendan. Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh the, yeah, the not, good mummy. Not yeah. not the bullshit that they tried to yeah. push on us. Which, which I, one? I because that one. there's the Dragon Emperor bullshit, well, and never, then there's the Tom Cruise, which is slightly less bullshit. I saw the Mummy and the Mummy Returns. The Mummy Returns, I remember being okay, but I remember, but I know that the Mummy is just a very solid movie. I didn't like that they changed the actress from um, what's her name? Is it Fee- not Phoebe? Evie, the person who played Evie. Yeah, that that was kind of shitty. But speaking of that, I have tickets to the host tonight, and I forgot. Oops. Oops. Uh, you, can you still get the refund? I think I can, yeah. All right. Yeah, I would do that now so it doesn't it doesn't hit the thing. It's only like five bucks, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Anything else? Uh, I guess we played uh, D&D the other night. We did. It was Gordon's first uh, first foray as a DM. That'll be coming out in, uh, in a couple of weeks here. The first, uh, the first episode of that probably drop uh, first Wednesday in November. Uh, Gordon, how was that for you? Uh, not as rough as I expected. Um, thankfully, it, well, you it expected was a, to go it was worse a than it did. Well, yeah, it, the, I I've had to I've attempted like a quarter of a session to DM just off of a whimsical campaign idea that I came up in my head. Mm-hmm. But having a pre laid out here's a structure. Yeah, so much nicer. Really, but, I mean, there's still some room there that you can kind of you can throw in some artistic liberties with. I, I see it the other way around, where like those pre-built things are just a pain in the ass. Yeah, Carlos doesn't like the pre-built, and I don't understand. Like, I mean, I kind of understand why, but because like it means that like uh, you can't like decide like make something up in your head, like because like hey, all right, this sounds like fun. Let's go with this, and like you like find out like oh, well, that just broke that. Well, you because I, I have because well, you like uh, I did do that. Except you fuckers skipped over all of it. No, but you 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 can do that. You just have to. Well, then you have to like. Uh, yeah, you just have to modify things on the fly. Which doesn't help. Like if you're like uh, if you're reading the bit like like oh I as you're reading out loud this bit like oh dear I just I don't know I I sentence. enjoy the the pre-builds too. They're they they take a lot of stress off of off of you. I mean, there's there's pros and cons to both. I just know how much work I put into the pre when I've done pre and I know how much work I put into like, when I actually run games, and I know which one's far easier. I put about the same amount of work into both, yeah, which is not very much. <laughs> <laughs> I probably had four or five hours in just the story intro line part. Mm. 
after that is like, oh, sweet, read text box this, read text box that. Yeah, yeah. if I'm doing like Insert a big, encounter here. If I'm like getting stuff ready for like a four or five hour like a session, like four or five hours is about like what I expect to put in like just writing stuff or thinking about what I'm going to write and then like just writing down the bullet points because that's just so much easier. It's like yeah, oh. as long as you have an outline, like you can you can fill everything else out kind of yeah. on the fly depending on what the players want to do, and it's easier to make them feel like they're, they're actually in control instead of being railroaded. And that's helped because I've played D&D since fucking Because you got like a, you got a couple points, and they just they can go all around, swirl all around and just have to make sure those those points are hit. But it's nice fine. because, well, spoiler, it's out of Tales of the Awning Portal, but they say if you want to have it in this realm, use this name in this mm-hmm. city, and or if you want this realm, blah, blah, which helps a lot because I've been familiar with all of yeah. those. And that kind of allowed me to go, oh, cool, because we're in this city, I can play around with these minor mm-hmm. detail kind of stuff later on. Yeah, that's cool. All right, Carlos, anything else? Uh, and then I guess last night was uh, we did the uh, horror we did game. Man of Madan. And I don't, I, I feel like we lost. I think so too. I feel like no, it, it was a, a failure. It wasn't a great ending. Only two of the characters survived. Yeah, it was uh, you and, um, oh, the nerd. Yeah. Pete. The glasses. Oh, okay. Pete, who was like trying My, to kill his character off and in doing so just killed some other My, character off. Yeah, killed me. Yeah. <laughs> My my favorite line of the night still is nerd. <laughs> we got to the point where there's so many dead people that like the game like had to like had probably skipped like a, a couple sections of like uh, control. Oh like, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it that got, was a bummer when we had to restart, and then I was just restarting to the ending. And they were like, "Wait, what? I thought we were gonna have more." Yeah. Well, I gave was... Casey a second chance to hammer his way to survival. <laughs> right, I kind I kind of want to play it again. Yeah. Like just like with. The group was fun. I thought we were. I think we were all having fun with it. Um, but I want to see if we can get a better. Edge. Well, the uh, the previous game uh, until dawn is actually free now on PS4 for if you have the uh, subscription. Oh, okay. So I would recommend uh, anybody who's yeah, interested. Yeah, to but yeah, it only shot. took us four hours. Four hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, it was our stream length. So it wasn't too bad. That was a good amount of time. It was. It was the right amount of time. We were still like super energized when we hit the end. Except for Zach. Zach was in a complete daze. Oh, Zach was hammered. He had no clue what was going on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's a fun story. Like, it kind of plays like the Telltale games, so where you, like, uh, make choices. And, like, unlike the Telltale games, I feel like these ones, like, it actually, like, people fucking die and, like, you have to keep going. Yep. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was was a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, basically horror games set on some ships. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, yeah. Yeah, it's neat. Anything else? Uh, no, not really. All right, Matt. I was hoping the premonitions in there would have came a bit. Oh no! So if we had actually paid attention to the premonitions and I did, like and like I yeah, but nobody listened told. to you. And I pr- <laughs> I avoid stabbing somebody to death because I fought, listened to the premonitions. Like, oh, don't stab somebody in the face. Is this a tabletop game or is this no, a the, video the, game? The, this video is a video game. game. Huh. Okay. Yeah. This seems really complex for a video game. It was like it, it is like it's uh yeah basically especially because like, all of us have our own characters making all our own decisions yeah then pass through yeah yeah, yeah oh, so it's a turn base we were well, playing with a party of. mode so yeah we're, like, we're playing with a party mode so basically um whoever's like the the main character of that scene they're controlling their character um and like the other the other stuff kind of acts out around them and then you okay. just rotate controllers every yeah. time control changes and okay. i guess your decisions kill other people and not yourself <laughs> well yeah like, yeah that's that's true that was uh at first i thought it was well, i think that on, well, on Zach's, i mean but. my decision killed me yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but also, he was a little premature with letting the gate. He down. was very premature with letting the gate down. I would have also liked to know what would happen inside there if the gate wouldn't have came down. Well, I mean, um, you, you, you probably would have just drowned or something. Yeah. I'd put money on that. Oh. I don't know because the gate coming down also killed because all the, the water was coming in, rushing the in, cap so. or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what have I been doing? I was at uh, Austin, Texas last weekend for uh, Austin City Limits Music Festival. That sounds awesome. It was pretty great. Seventy-five thousand people, and like a hundred bands. It was. You pretty... any good food? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's been asking if I had a taco. I didn't eat a single taco. All Did you get any barbecue though? No, because I get barbecue in uh, Nashville every time I go. I don't know. Yeah, but this is Texas barbecue, not Tennessee barbecue. Yeah, yeah. It's different. It's, dis- it's distinctly I different. I don't go and buy barbecue. I don't get excited about barbecue, and I don't get excited about Mexican food. So heathen. 
Yeah, I know. Why are we friends? Do you just like... <laughs> oh, Matt likes bland things. There we go. Oh, that's right. It's that Norwegian in him. Yeah. It's that Norwegian in me. Ludafisk. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I did have a tofu kimchi Korean barbecue like sandwiches at the festival. That was delicious. Uh, there was a thing called the Mighty Cone. And however, they deep fried their chicken was amazing. And then it had like a bunch of uh, cabbage, like uh, coleslaw in it and avocado all wrapped in a tortilla type thing. Oh, that sounds kind of good. It was really good. So yeah, there's, there's plenty of food there. Just, yeah, not, no barbecue. All right. Uh, yeah. So a lot of good bands, a lot of good music. Otherwise, yeah, just been working in my life. All right. Gordo. It's been a wild two, three weeks, I think, since I've been on here. Yeah, it's been a couple. Went to Colorado for a day, two days technically, and then I was in Utah for seven or eight days. Hit seven national parks in five days. Had a wedding out there. Uh, That's a a whirlwind of a tour. Found one one golden gem of good beer in the entire state of Utah. And I realized that there's not enough money in the world that could get me drunk in Utah. Because everything is 4% or under. 4%, yeah. No, there's, I was in Moab, um, at Moab Brewing, and there's some hoity-toity stick their nose in the air because they can climb a wall better than I can. I wouldn't pour that in that glass. Either. I know. Okay. And they're like, yeah, anything over 4% is just too much to handle. I kind of eavesdropped in and I popped over. Like, I agree. What the actual fuck is wrong with you? So I, I did my best to convince them that everything in Wisconsin is 8% or higher. Yeah, but that's a lie. <laughs> They don't know that, but that's we don't a have, lie. We don't have, we're not fancy enough for them. We don't have mountains to climb, you know, or flat walls or whatever the fuck they do over there. Skinny people problems. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> then, uh, fuck. What else? Came back and yeah, like you said earlier, recorded a tabletop theater on Friday. Past that. Nothing. Oh, did while I was over there, did have um, I think it's called Keto's Brewery. I gotta look them up again. They're in Salt Lake area, or just north of Salt Lake. But I had a barrel age blend of a Imperial Red, an Imperial Stout, and a barley wine. Interesting. And it was probably the best beer I've had in a long time. That sounds good. Blend blends are always interesting. Yeah, you, you got get a lot really cool of flavors. the tannic and vanilla of the barrel and the barley wine on the nose, but then there's this really cool blend of Imperial Red and Stout on the palate. Oh, nice. Um, that, yeah, just in trying to book some guests up for 2019 for ROA and No Story, and I think that's about it. Cool. Oh, 14 half-hour drinking shift yesterday for River Falls. <laughs> Jesus. Coming. Felt no pain after that. <laughs> Where'd you hang out? Uh kicked off the day for where'd we go main streeters had lunch there yeah apparently he saw us at main streeters when we were having lunch and didn't come and say hi it's already like four beers deep i feel (laughs) snubbed (laughs) (laughs) and when from we went from main streeters to mel's to juniors to uh, where'd we go got Uh, snubbed too at some point or another The people I was with, they're like, oh, let's go to Bros and relive our youth. I'm like, why is nothing else open? <laughs> so we're in there, and as we're leaving, I some kid tried to throw a haymaker at another kid, and I just grabbed his arm like, you don't want to do this. You don't want the cops called. His dad, who was out with him for whatever reason, decided, you know, came and grabbed him. They got him all outside, whatever, no big deal. But as I'm in the bathroom, I'm taking a leak, and some dude slammed my head into the wall. Five, ten years ago, I probably would have spun around swinging, but I've matured. This time I turned around, I grabbed him by the neck. This time you zipped up first. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Peel over you, bastard. This time I grabbed him by the neck and brought him over to the bouncer and said, you should probably remove him before I hurt him because he attempted to assault me. And it was fine after that. Gordon, you have, like, I don't know what it is about you, but you seem to attract trouble. <laughs> because I have I have drank a lot in my time. A I've lot been, in River Falls. I, I've been to a few bars. I have never once been in, in an altercation. Nope. Yeah, but because I'm usually one of the bigger guys there, it's always the smallest guy who's the most drunk trying to show off for the girl who decides he's going to pick on Shrek first 
And if he wins, he gets some brownie points. In this case, it's like, I'm tired. (laughs) I don't want to hurt you right now. (laughs) Come here, donkey. (laughs) Yeah, from there, we we closed up the night over at Lazy River. Yes. That's always a good place to kind of wind it down. We're like one of, I mean, there's we're four, a group of four, and I think there's another group of four there. And the guy that owns Lazy, he used to be my manager when I used to bounce at Boomers back in the day. And so I got to... I haven't seen him for five, six years, so I got to catch up with him for a little bit. And they have shuffleboard, and I love me some shuffleboard. Yeah. I didn't even make it past the the main (laughs) bar section. (laughs) All right. Anything else? Uh, Yeah, that's about it. All right. Uh, Let's see. I went and saw The Mummy on Monday. Which was a blast. They gave us lighters. It was a movie party. So, like, anytime there was a torch on the screen, everybody lit up their lighters. And yeah, the uh, person who, like, announced, like, the beginning of the show, like, was surprised. Like, oh, they gave you real got you real, real lighters, huh? <laughs> Is this over at Alamo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only place I'll see a movie. Um, because I'm a snob now. Uh, you're wrong, but that's Comfort okay. Seats. Yeah. Uh, better food at Alamo. Better, uh, better drinks. The only food that matters at a movie better is better popcorn. They they will kick people out for talking. And Fair just point. like uh, you don't have to watch advertisements at the beginning. It's yeah, like you get like history. cool little things. Do they do history? new releases or are they all just kind no, of no? It's they do a lot of new re- okay. like they do all the new releases, but they also do like all the throwback stuff too. They have on, on slow nights. Um, so like it's usually like you know like a Monday Tuesday they'll do like a do a whatever. Um, and then I went to, or then I saw Zombieland 2, uh, Double Tap on Thursday. Uh, and I, like, if you liked the first one, you'll like this one. Um, I mean, the jokes have changed after 10 years. Uh, there's, they, and they lampshade that quite a bit. Like, there's, there's a few really good jokes about how it's been 10 years since the last one. Um, that, and make sure you stay, um, after, after the movie, like, like once the credits start to roll, it's not like Marvel bad, but there's a really great um, Bill Murray uh, bit um, at like towards or like about a minute into the credits. So, so in the timeline of the movie, is it been ten years yep. past? Okay, yeah, it's on my list. Yep, it's, see yeah, it this week it was it was a lot of fun. Um, and then yeah, let's see. Then we did D and D, where I got to play a Doom uh, saying. Dragonborn, who <laughs> is convinced that the, the gonna everything's going to end and there's no point to anything. And I mean, I guess we might as well keep going. And this accountant's really annoying, but we're going to keep him around yeah, anyway. The kobolds did not seem to want to join your cult for some reason. <laughs> he almost died from fucking rats. We were level one. <laughs> Their quarter level challenge rating. They hit me for my entire health. <laughs> That's fair. I did roll four crits in a roll yes. on the enemy die. <laughs> yes. Um, <coughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was that was fun. And then we played uh, Man of Madon, made some really good blue Hawaiians, uh, and then did some uh, weird like rum Red Bull shots, mm-hmm. uh, but like tropical Red Bull. And they were delicious. And then we did uh, tropical Red Bull and orange cello, and that was better. That was really good. That yeah. was a really good plan. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I could have done another Limon in there. It was kind of like, oh. You did the... Uh, did if you wanna, oh, you did. Okay. So you, if you want to just like drink beer when it's nice out, you take a shot of Bacardi Limon into a Corona, plug it with your thumb or finger, flip it upside down, count to like three, four, then flip it back, and let it off-cast. It's going to shake a little bit. But goddamn, those are tasty. Interesting. <laughs> I, a, uh, yeah, Bacardi, did I say Corona? Yep. Yeah, yeah okay. Yep. Um. Yeah, and then yeah, and then today the pineapple roll ups too. Those are good. Oh yeah, yeah. I did. I uh, did uh, bacon wrapped pineapple with some uh, yeah, with some water chestnuts in there. And pretty good. A little crunch. Mm-hmm. Little a uh, little salty. A little sweet. Delicious. Uh. Yep. The best. The best parts of pineapple pizza in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then yeah, yeah. So we did that. And then today woke up. No hangover. Felt like a goddamn god. Uh, and yeah, just kind of chilled and started another playthrough of Breath of the Wild. Um, oh, nice. Yep, yep. Oh, I also started planning uh, my uh, some some Nolan stuff and some Puerto oh, Rico that's stuff. Right, you're yep. going to I got, I got some places I can recommend for you when awesome. we're down there. Is that this weekend? Yeah, I leave Friday. Dude, that's awesome. Need, <laughs> you and anybody listening need if they go to New Orleans need to go to O'Brien's and get a hurricane. 
That's the, like the original one, right? That's on my list. I it's, think it's a one liter hurricane. That is a and lot of hurricane. I but think it's on it's my maybe list. seven bucks, eight bucks. I don't really know because I was half a bottle of apple pie, six beers, and probably a quarter bottle of whiskey in at that point when we were down there. So you definitely remember this hurricane no, very well. Yeah. No. Well, my issue was my bank fucked up my travel dates, so all of my cards were getting declined on the first day. Fun. So I had to call Visa customer service, which is all automated until you yell at enough and a real person answers. Mm-hmm. So I was just so stressed out. So we, Gordon's drunk and angry and yeah. yelling at a machine. <laughs> You're not far off. Donkey! <laughs> and my, we, or, we all order a hurricane. There's four of us down there. And I pound through the first liter in just one gulp and slam it down. They're like, oh, we should go walk around and see what we can find. I go... But the atmosphere, as I put down an empty mug and everybody's like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm feeling better now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to be a good uh, two days. Um, And then, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like I have a I have like a I have a ghost tour book because I'm excited for that. And like a bicycle tour on uh, Saturday morning. So, yeah. Have you booked the bicycle tour? Yeah. Okay. You didn't like the bicycle tour? I, I, we hit the same. Well, so my buddy's on has lived down there for, mm-hmm. at this point, pushing 20 years. So we got, like, the local, well, you know, I've lived here and I know all the good spots to hit tour. Uh-huh. And she pointed out the same spots that, like, the bike tour takes you on. So I don't, it, it's a horse piece. Okay. I don't have that down yeah. there. It's just going to be me. So bicycle tour seemed like a good way to, like, go with a group of people and actually, yeah, see some stuff. But um, yeah, so yeah, that's that's next week. I'll probably be talking about that a lot uh, next week on that show. But oh, should we Irish History Museum? That's another one okay. that you should hit and listeners too. Um, it's a cool little museum, but they also have an open courtyard where and they serve coffee and cocktails and beer. Oh, nice! And they play swing music, so you can walk around, read about the history of the Irish immigrants that moved to New Orleans. And drink, or you can just sit there, smoke cigars, and hang out. And it's like tent covered, open thing. So if it's raining, you're still fine. You don't have to worry about getting dumped on or anything like that. It's just a blast. Mm. All right. Uh, yeah. And then, oh, I passed that the wrong direction. Well, we're gonna start with Matt this week, Carlos. <laughs> yeah. You get a you get a bit of a break this week. All right. How does that feel? Um, yeah, so going around right now is a gift from uh, listener Zach Zoblowski. Um, it is a wooden sole, uh, uh, Lily, Lily Kwai, um, from speak. Indeed Brewing. I don't speak Hawaiian. I don't either. I'm, I'm trying. Uh, say aloha to, uh, Lily Kwai, uh, a wood barrel aged passion fruit wild ale. Uh, luau ready with notes of tropical fruit and citrus. A Lily Kauai pours a sunset golden orange. Take a sip, and an eruption of passion fruit juiciness intertwines with a funky tartness on the palate. If you want Catch the island vibes uh, with wooden soul. Lily Kauai. Uh, the base beer is a Saison. Uh, multiple um, Brett strains. Uh, comes in at 8.5% ABV. Sessionable. Matt? Uh, that is sour. Uh, I'm glad my palate has not finally accepted sours after all these <laughs> years of doing this. Uh, yeah, that's pretty delicious. Um, what the hell is in there? Oh, yeah, she's like it's like the back of the throat, like pucker. Yeah, a lot of flavor on top. Yeah, it's it juicy. It, it has more of the the farm kind of what do you what do you call that the, the barnyard funk. Yeah, the barnyard funk than I'm used to for that, but I don't really drink a lot of wild sours. Just goes in and stuff. But yeah, it's good. I like it. All right, Gordon. It's got that yeah, like you're saying, back of the throat, and I'd say in the jowls, pucker yeah. with pineapple and mango on the nose. I don't know if I could drink a six pack, but I, I'm kind of digging this. Carlos, it's a nice and refreshing uh, tart beer. Really, really enjoying this. Yeah, um, big juice nose. Like, as soon as we open that can, like, the entire basement smells like passion fruit right now. Um, It's very good. Like, you get the the passion fruit right up front, and that fades, and you get, um, like, almost like a, like, citrus wet hay, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
um, like kind of funkiness with just like a little bit of like a almost like a like a tart lemonade back end. Say, Very um, dry. Can't believe that's eight and a half percent. It does not. It, yeah, like it doesn't feel. Eight per, but also, there's no way you're going to be able to drink this quickly. Yeah. This is this is a sipper, and it's going to force you to sip it. Can't remember what I've had before in the past, but it has that the Brett character, that pineapple Brett mm-hmm. character, and yeah, no, there's a lot of Brett, a little bit of lacto. Indeed, it's one of the few breweries in my book that can do no wrong. They can do wrong. I have a beef with them. <laughs> But I've I've gone and I've I've digressed into that a few times. So, but oh, this is this is a good beer. Um, Matt, give me a number. I'll go uh, six and a half. Ooh, six and a half. Gordon, seven. Carlos, you know it's been a while since I've had a sour, so maybe it's just that speaking. But you know, I I really like this. I'm going to give it an eight. I'm going to agree with you. This is a really well made sour. Um, it's really good. Um, apparently it's been, it was aged for a year. Oh, really? So those, those flavors were given time to develop and meld a little bit. Um, it still tastes like that, that passion fruit is still very fresh and like. It's pretty sweet. It's a 12 ounce can of a beer that's been aged for a year. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'll give it an eight and a half. This is a good beer. I really like it. And now the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. Sorry, my mixing board got a little knocked around at one point. So now things are all I'm feel, feeling a little wonky over here. But I'll, I'll fix it someday, probably. A runaway cow triggered a, an hours-long police chase in the Bavarian town of Sand Am, Maine. Uh, with authorities deploying several police cars and a helicopter equipped with a thermal camera. Local volunteer firefighters were also asked to assist in boxing the animal in. The 600-kilogram, or 1,300-pound uh, bovine, uh, was tracked down after four hours, or tracked down four hours after its owner uh, noticed it had fled his nearby farm on Saturday evening. It may sound funny initially, but it was very danger. It was a very dangerous deployment. Police Commander Andreas Winkler uh, was quoted as saying by the local uh, Licha Media uh, news outlet. Initially, the owner said two cows had made the escape uh, from his enclosure, but he soon managed to catch one of them. With help from authorities, the other one was located near a supermarket, uh, but then took off again towards the center of town. The animal trampled through a greenhouse and a camping ground. Uh, prompting police to warn residents to move out of the way. It also destroyed a scooter and damaged a police car. The farmer, who tried to uh, help calm the animal down, was also attacked and knocked down by the spooked animal, but sustained no serious injury. Eventually, a police helicopter discovered the animal in a dead-end alleyway. Police and the volunteer fire department used their vehicles to cut off its retreat, and a veterinarian uh, used a blowpipe to shoot the animal with with a tranquilizer dart. That is right, they shot this with a blowgun. Uh, according to the Deutsche Presse Agentur uh, news agency, the owner managed to transport it back to the farm early on Sunday. This seems like a little bit of an overreaction to an escaped cow. I think yeah. maybe the solution is, you know, don't have a cow, man, if it's, this is what you're going to do. What? He's a farmer. Yeah, no, but if you can't ha- hold on to it, just, just not have a cow. Is it just a, it's a moo cow. It's a moo cow. And they had to drink it. They had to trank it because... They couldn't walk over and pet it on the head and guide and it. Oh, just a nice cow. Or shoot it and then eat it. Well, I mean, they, cows will produce milk for... Well, I don't, years, see, I, don't, I don't know so. if it was a milk cow. That's fair. It was just a cow. You know, if it's been tranked, can they still say, like, all natural, nothing added, if there's been, like, some tranking that's... Uh, hey, because it'll go through its you know, system. It depends on the buyer. So, like, companies like Chipotle, who are all organic or whatever, they have a lot of stipulations with the farms. They buy it. I'm pretty sure Nobody they buy Nobody would know the difference at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they buy just regular beef and then slap the organic label on yeah. it. <laughs> like, that's kind of how this works. Yeah. Because there's no, there's no real regulation on the organic label. Like, it just means whatever you want it to mean. I thought it was a bitch to get, like, organic certified. To get, to get 100%, like, organic, like, beer, like, you have to use... Like all of that, but you can you can say like organic, and they can't stop you 
but you can't use like their their organic certification. But you can still call it organic. Hmm. So like you can say like organic tomato, you just can't say certified organic tomato. You'd think that'd fall under like the false advertising nonsense. You would think so. Because well, somebody sued Red Bull and won because, because they, they didn't, didn't get wings. wings. Yeah, they're not promising that their tomato's going to give you wings. And technically, they're not wrong. Like, it is an organic material. Well, like, what, what are they, what, what's wrong with their advertising? What if Red Bull, like, right before the court case, gave them, like, a plate of buffalo wings? So Red Bull then gave them wings. Like, uh, speaking of buffalo wings, I'm, this is, I, don't, I don't have this story, <laughs> but did you hear about, um, so KFC launched uh, buffalo wings, right? And I, just, I did not know they the, did a subscription service. I assume uh, they already had them. Uh, hang on. That sold out like, all right, KFC wing subscription. Um, Is that still a thing? Are people still subscribing or getting the yes. box? Uh, KFC becomes the Netflix of chicken wings with a $75 subscription offer um, with, with the seasoned tickets. Uh, 500 KFC fans can get 10 big uh, weekly wing orders for a year for 75 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Or what? what is it? Uh, the passes wings d- d- described uh, by KFC as smelling like fried chicken give each buyer a weekly order of 48 KFC chicken wings for nine weeks and a final order of 96 wings in the 10th week. So it's still a shit ton of wings for 75 bucks. Wait, it's only 10 weeks? Yeah, ten weeks. Oh. You, so you get. You I get, thought it was a year. I yeah, I know. That's, I know. A, that's no. a great you get, deal. So you get you get fifty wings a week for nine weeks, um, and then on the tenth week you get ninety six wings. Still, I mean, seven dollars fifty cents for per week is not bad. If you for for fifty wings, yeah, that's that's insane. I mean, they're KFC wings. I don't know how the wings are, um, but yeah, it's sold out. In like those five hundred were gone like immediately. Wasn't the card like a scratches and a sniff card or something to the, the subscription card? Maybe. For, for some reason I remember hearing that on the news. <laughs> I feel like they're trying to market towards California, Washington, and yeah, or is it Washington or Oregon with legalized weed in Denver? I think it's Are you saying that if you like had like a service that would get you chicken wings, buffalo wings, you wouldn't go for it? No, if I'm high, I'm going to do a scratch and, scratch and sniff card. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they also like they launched their wings with like a week of like free delivery because they also launched their delivery service at the same time. Oh, son of a bitch! So you can get KFC delivered. I totally want free delivery to, because the closest KFC to me is like. $2. Well, I mean, within reason. Like, I don't think you can get like outside of the township. I'd I'd fight that one. Well, I mean, they would just say no, Gordon. They There's nothing. Amazon to fight. drone drop in my front yard. It'd be fine. You're, those wings would be so cold. That's what the microwave's for. That just sounds terrible. The fact that we're even talking about wanting KFC in the first place is something else. <laughs> I haven't had KFC in a long time. I don't know. The only I don't thing I've ever liked about them is their Carlos chicken. needs to try their wings and see how see how they stand up. Yeah, you know, I just want some fucking good wings, and you know, it's hard to find a good set of. Well, what kind of scale here. are you putting them on, though? Because I mean, uh, you the buffalo wing scale. Yeah, um, that's, that's a pretty scale. shitty scale. I mean, no, there's there's some good buffalo wings you can get. No, there's just not, not nearby. No. That's the only thing he'll ever get is buffalo. What? Yeah, you know, like the else. chain BB. No, no there's no, Buffalo no. Wings, not Buffalo Wild Wings. I got buffalo you. Okay, wings. No, my bad. Wild, That's my no. fault. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, no, B-dubs is low on the Buffalo it's Wings scale. It's very low. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought you were, like, saying B-dubs it's is actually, the um, It's of... actually a patented uh, Buffalo Wings scale. Um, it's it's <laughs> Carlos's patented Buffalo Wings scale. Um, I filed a patent for Should you. Should that be one of uh, our new shirts? Just, these wings suck. These, these wings, wings suck, suck Carlos. The back, just I don't know, there's like only like, yeah, like in this town, there's only one good place that you can really get it and they don't deliver because it's an actual, just a bar. So And then, oh, and you know, the, the shirt is, uh, it's buffalo wing colored, so you can just wipe your hands on your hey, shirt. Hey, I don't know what you're thinking. That like dull orange? Yep. Yeah. So it just hides the stain, sorry. Napkin shirt, all in one. <laughs> well, so wait, where, where's the best buffalo wings that you can get uh, in it's town? the corner bar. Yep. The corner, corner bar. bar, okay, yep. See, I don't, I don't care for. Buffalo but you know, I'm not gonna sauce. fucking go to some bar just to get wings. I, I why not? You so, go to a restaurant just to get food. <laughs> not that. I, well, I, <laughs> I go through the drive-throughs of restaurants <laughs> if I'm by myself. I don't just go in a restaurant by myself why to not? get food. It's kind of a fun experience to dine by yourself. Oh, I do it all it the is. time. Yep. 
It's kind of interesting. I'd rather get watch. food and then take it you get home. To go, like, I, yeah, especially if they have like a counter that you can sit at. I like that. I like that a lot better. But yeah, I'll sit in a booth. Yep. By I'll, sit, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll bring a book. There. I'll people watch. I'll read news on my phone. Yep. And we're talking about buffalo wings. I don't want to get sauce on a book. And it's much easier That's going right. to a bar to order some food at the bar there than it is to go sit at a restaurant by yourself, yep. too. So. Get a Kindle, and then you just keep one pinky clean. Yeah, and, and then scroll. you can just have a beer while you're waiting I for your wings to cook. I do that all the time. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, a full-service I've thought about it, but it's like, this is a lot of work to go through. I don't want wings that much right now. That's usually how it goes. So then you, then, but then you usually get substandard wings. Well, I just end up just not getting wings. Oh, okay. That's usually the way it goes. I'm curious. Then What about D-Spot wings? Have you had theirs? Yeah, they're good. Okay. The buffalo blue cheese one. Matt does not good. like D Spot. Never, what? For some reason, I've never liked D Spot. Huh. I like their hamburgers. They do hamburgers? Yep. I maybe should try a hamburger there then. I like their hamburgers. Did Deconstructed ever open up? What's the place steak, up? Steak I shop, don't know. Sandwich shop or something. What's like the place up by Jake Tom's? What's the name of that uh, bar? Bobtown. Uh, Bobtown's Bob got some really good wings. They have good wings. Yeah, I like the dry rubs there a lot. They have good burgers. I like dry rubs right. better than sauces. I'm, yeah. I, I will, I will, uh, I will, I will go out on that limb. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's some good sauces out. Like, so if I'm going boneless wings, I also like boneless wings better than bone in. Yeah, um, it's less work. Yeah, uh, but uh, like, I will only do sauces on boneless. Yeah, same. Because I don't want to look like a monster. Um, Not the Ray J's. That's the exception to the boneless bone in rule for me. Ray J's wings are big enough that I don't. It's not like me trying to fucking crochet with tiny little wings. Like they're. Decent sized wings. I'm not like having to worry about am I gonna bite my own hand. I like the uh, I like I like the Publix <laughs> wings. Can't that's a thing. <laughs> I, I like uh, so the, there's a, there's a grocery store chain on the East Coast called Publix, and we always stop at um, we stop at a Publix multiple times uh, when we're in Florida for the company thing, and we get pounds of wings. Like they're they're hot and ready. Just you go grab them. And we just get pounds and pounds, and they have like this. Uh, there, there's no sauce on, but they have like this really good spice baked into the breading, and then like they're they're it's like a building heat, and they're so addictive. And the only way to make the heat stop is to eat more wings, <laughs> but then it great. keeps going. Like, oh, that sounds great. That. Yeah, they're fantastic. So a Georgia man has put up a sign <laughs> censoring his own Halloween decoration after some of his neighbors complained it goes too far. This way features a pumpkin man, uh, a pumpkin man with his pants partially pulled down, <laughs> mooning people as they pass by his house in Sandy Springs, just north of Atlanta. Mike O'Neill uh, said he's put up the same display in his yard off and on for the past 10 years. It was supposed to break up the monotony of life, just make people laugh and have a little fun, he said. But this year, some neighbors complained to the Homeowners Association of his Grogan's Bluff neighborhood. The HOA asked O'Neill to take down the display, saying new neighbors with small children find it offensive. Uh, that's when O'Neill decided to cover a certain part of the display, uh, took his pumpkin rear end out, and put a sign up that basically said censored by uh, GBHOA because they demanded that we take it down, he said. While he put it up just to make people laugh, O'Neill now hopes his controversial display might end up making them think. We're all neighbors, we all have different opinions, and we just need to realize that's what makes America great. Being able to express them, he said. There's nothing wrong with our pumpkin rear end. Butts are funny. And if they have small children, they should know that butts are funny. I'm 31 and fart jokes are still funny. Oh, God. Well, yeah. No, but like the amount of times like I've been at family gatherings and been mooned by a child. Like (laughs) (laughs) it's a common thing. See, I would stand up for him, but it's his own goddamn fault for living in an HOA. Well, it's kind of unavoidable um, in in some areas. Like, it, if you want to, if you want to have a house of a certain size, like HOAs are pretty ubiquitous. Like, what do these? Is this the first time the neighbors have ever seen that before? Because this is that's old. Oh place. yeah, no, like it's it's, it's not even new. it's not even that clever. No. I mean, it, but uh, I always I always smile when I see well, one of those. That's yeah, because butts are funny. <laughs> but yeah, Jesus Christ! It kind of sucks for those treaters, though, because I guess there's not going to be a full moon on Halloween. <laughs> yep. Next. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. A SWAT situation happened right in the middle of an eight-year-old's birthday party on Saturday. Albuquerque police said it started when a woman tried to cash a forged check at Walmart. They said she and another man took off in a car, and the chase ended at Parkland Circle. As a police uh, chopper circled the neighborhood, police were called 
calling out over their loudspeaker, telling people to stay in their homes. All this was happening as Christina Rain was throwing a birthday party for her eight-year-old son and his friends. The family said they were celebrating the birthday party when they saw a car come down the road and hit the curb. The car hit the curb across uh, from us, and then he looked straight at us. Uh, Rain had no idea uh, that same man was about to barricade himself in the storage shed in her backyard. I looked out uh, the front window, and there were four police officers with guns pointing at my house. So I told all the kids to get in the playroom as fast as possible. Uh, So we did a lockdown in my house. Uh, She said she realized her garage door was still open, so she went outside to close it. The police officers were screaming, close your door, close your house. So I did as fast as possible, and I ran back inside. Then police came uh, to our front door and said, get out of the house, go to the park. Um, Rain said the only thing, only one thing was going through her mind, my children. Uh, With a SWAT team and canine now on scene, uh, police were able to get the man into custody, but Rain refused to let the situation ruin her son's big day. We're going to go home and have some cake, Rain said. Um, So... I feel like there's more to this story that we're not getting because why the hell would there be a SWAT for a Ford check? Like that's that's not that's not like a police chase type of thing. Was this in the U.S.? Yeah, it was just escalated. That why? It's a Ford check. Unless there's some other like warrants that would say this person is, is dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So there has to be more thing. information yeah. to this. Because like that's it seems like an overreaction for for a force. Well, well, it started out with them on the run, isn't it? Um, Unless maybe this was like a catch me if you can kind of scenario. Yeah, so they tried to cash the forge check at Walmart. Then they took off in a car, um, and then and then I guess the chase came. And so but, they are going to have the guns drawn then at that point. Yeah, but like I I feel like at a certain point you're like okay we have their information we know what they look like do we really need public endangerment with turning this into a high-speed chase, or do we just wait for them to go home? It, <laughs> uh, well, I wonder if it's like when my parents had a, a attic fire. It was training day for the fire department here in, in, in Hudson, and so literally the entire department showed up with every piece of equipment they had in the firehouse. I, I would like to put forth that a fire training day and a SWAT team training day are two totally different right, things. Right, right. Yeah. And a SWAT team training day should never happen <laughs> at public. an eight-year-old's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it Texas? <laughs> no, Albuquerque, New Mexico. You're not far off. <laughs> They're still reeling from White to Walter White. That's what it is. Right? Well, they just saw El Camino. Speaking yeah. of which, have you guys seen that? Not it's yet. fantastic. It's really good. Uh, it's the Breaking Bad movie. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, all right, an Ohio man says local officials cut a building in half to end a property dispute with him. <laughs> <laughs> it happened in Ruggles Township following a complaint by Brett Galloway, who contends township officials constructed a building that was partly on his property. Um, it is pretty much the most ridiculous thing ever, Galloway said. Uh, he said he has tried negotiating with township leaders since January, but last week when they didn't reach an agreement, officials <coughs> put up a fence and cut down part of the building. Uh, about a third of the building still remains on Galloway's property. Officials plan to tear down their portion. Uh, the building was used to store equipment. Galloway said he has another unrelated property issue with the township that is already in court, and he had hoped that to get this matter resolved. Uh, WJW reached out to township officials to discuss the matter, but an employee referred to the rep- uh, referred the reporter to their legal counsel, the Ashland County Prosecutor's Office. The county prosecutor said trustees tried to reach an agreement with Galloway, but when they couldn't, uh, they decided to tear down the building. He said they couldn't knock down the portion on. Uh, he said they couldn't knock down the portion on Galloway's property because he wouldn't let them on his land. So for now, the building remains sliced in two, with part of it separated by a fence and no and a no trespassing sign. Mm-hmm. Those living near the areas uh, said it seems like a waste of taxpayer dollars and silly. I don't know who would think this is a good idea. Galloway said, "I can't use my property, and they lost a building." <laughs> like. Both sides are fucked. Yeah. Like, if this was such a petty move by the township, like, the easiest solution would be to see if you can pay them rent. And it also, maybe do a survey of your property before you build a fucking building. That seems like something that the county could do, considering, you know, they run the survey. Wait a second. Hmm. You see, you're using logic, and that's your first mistake. You know, you would think, though, that, like, there's some sort of rules, regulations that make it so you have to do some surveying before you building build on some land. Yeah, and you have to get the right permits, and I believe, like... It's almost like you feel like there's some of that stuff involved. I feel like this is, like... 
they they just like Ron Swanson it. Like they had a note that says, "I'm the government. I can do what I want." Like, that's <laughs> how it should be. Well, except for the well, I am a citizen. All right, uh, the rosary is going mobile. Uh, the Vatican announced the launch of the Click to Pray e-Rosary on Wednesday. October is the month of the rosary. The e-rosary is an app-driven device that can be worn as a bracelet to activate it. All you have to do is uh, make the sign of the cross, similar to how Catholics <laughs> begin praying uh, uh, Begin praying the rosary. Once activated, uh, the wearer can choose between three different options to pray. There's the standard rosary, a contemplative rosary, or a thematic rosary, which will be updated every year. The device shows the user's progress throughout each prayer and keeps track of each rosary completed. The interactive device is a is a push from the church to reach tech-savvy millennials and Gen Z. It serves as a tool for learning how to pray the rosary for peace in the world, according to a news release from the Vatican. The project, part of the Pope's worldwide prayer network, brings together the best of the church's spiritual tradition and the latest advances of the technological world. They didn't mention uh, they had another setting called the Bop It setting, where you, uh, <laughs> you bop it, and you twist it, and you spin it. So I, I want to I want to throw this one out to you guys. How much do you think that the e rosary costs? Oh, it's not free. It is not free. That's it has a price tag. Three hundred fifty dollars. Moving around pedophiles into safe houses bucks. costs money. How much do you think it costs? Uh, Twenty nine ninety nine U.S. A hundred and ten dollars. Jesus. This is an app on the phone. Uh no. So it's a bracelet. Oh. Paired with an app. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. There's no actual rosary that comes That's with why it. I was no, like, how it's do you it's wear like your... it is it is oh. a black band that you wear on your wrist. So it's like a Fitbit. But yep. there's no like rosary that's like also comes with it though. Nope, nope. It it, it like yeah. Oh, look this up. Bummer. This thing is insane. I was thinking. Like, I'm I'm waiting for the Catholic microtransactions instead of a hail mary. <laughs> you can pay ninety nine cents. You see, I was picturing. <laughs> I was picturing it came with like with like a rosary that you put it on that like flashes lights. So like you can like go to a rave and like put it on flash mode. And, like it just starts like spinning around like doing light shows on your around your neck. <laughs> Cue sandstorm here. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Huh. Like that. Suppose, it's so yeah. dumb. Who'd they hire from I, Apple? Right? Like, this is what they're doing with Steve Jobs' corpse. <laughs> <laughs> they exhumed his body oh, and just man. hang it up in the main office. All right. Authorities say a Florida man repeatedly called 911 to report that his roommate has stolen his weed. A deputy for the Pasco County Sheriff's Office posted a Twitter response to the man's call Saturday night. Stop calling. <laughs> Deputy Neil Zelva uh, says in the Twitter video that he called the man back to tell him to quit contacting the sheriff's office about his stolen marijuana. Zalva recorded the video as part of the agency's hashtag tweet along program, uh, which allows viewers to get a behind the scenes look at the police work done by deputies. Recreational marijuana use remains illegal in Florida. A sheriff's office spokesman says no charges were filed against the caller. Sheriff's Office Communications Director Kevin Dahl said Tuesday they just wanted the man to stop calling about the stolen weed. <laughs> Isn't it medically legal in Florida? I believe it is medically legal. Okay. In Florida. <laughs> the rosary does count your steps, too. God damn it. Really? <laughs> well, I mean, every step with the rosary is a step in Christ, so... Except for the parts where it doesn't count your steps because man. you are being carried during that time. Why haven't we figured out app-driven religion before now? I know, right? I uh, think this is no, fantastic. No, they did figure out. Rosaries prayed Apple. eleven, and then can uh, we? Can we? Did rosaries prayed two? Look at yeah, you can oh, have man. like a new like. I need dude, to look at how many I've done. We need to contact the Catholic Church, start a uh, like get a consulting thing going on because I think we can gamify religion. Already done. Like, um, look at people line up for a new fucking iPhone. Confession via app, right? Oh, well, um, we'll call it confessional. Uh, and basically it's like Snapchat. Basically you snap your, uh, like, like you, you take a video, a temp, a temporary video of your, of your, uh, of your sins and you can send it to your priest and they will tell them, tell you how many, um, Hail Marys, Hail Marys you need to have. And you can, uh, you can buy Hail Marys in the app store or in, in app, right? <laughs> um, you get like a 10 pack of Hail Marys for like 99 cents or like five bucks. Let's let's say like and like the more you buy, the like the more Hail Marys you get for your for your dollar. So you can get like 
you can get what like a hundred Hail Marys for like ten bucks. It's fantastic. This must be how uh, Christianity works in the cyberpunk games. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we got this shit figured out. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> well, the other problem is there's a shit ton of rosary. Oh, and the Pope. Oh, already. So, and like the Pope for this religion, like it would be, uh, like they're like they're not. Oh, no, a real it person. Just it's not a real Pope. person. No, it's I, not a, the, whoever's like in charge isn't a real person. It's like a virtual version of somebody. No, like, so I I I think I think Archbishop. you're misunderstanding. I don't want to I don't want to start my own religion. Right. I want to co-opt an existing one because that's that's it. An existing user base right. that we can pull in, that and I think sense. Catholicism is the right one because those people will apparently pay for anything, and there's so much Catholic guilt that we can guilt them into buying Hail Marys in the app with just like little pop-up notifications, and it doesn't have to say anything. Like once a day, we could just notify a user, "We know what you did." Boom, they're gonna be no, like, no, 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 <laughs> no. You can't, you can't accuse. You gotta Somebody be like, you have you? Sin. You have to have a question. Have you sinned today? I or or just say like Jesus knows. Yeah. Or and like just and then we can like send like passive aggressive like did you call your mom? Your hand was going very vigorously today. Jesus knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's on your wrist. Holy shit. <laughs> You can send the priest like a notification. Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> you took a lot of steps today. What's wrong? <laughs> I see the step counter's going up, but like he hasn't moved from the spot. Yeah, it's like it, it doesn't match the GPS location the at all. The pop up says something. I think the bracelet's malfunctioning. Yes or no? Just interesting. Yeah, we we've detected a lot of uh, a lot of movement, but no, but no distant moved. <laughs> Would you like to confess? <laughs> oh, so you have man. five is... confession points left in your account. Yeah, there you go. This is boarding way too close to the social credit system that China has implemented <laughs> for me. Well, I mean, I saw Black Mirror. I yeah, right. Any of that. <laughs> yep. Uh, like I, I, there's like a social credit episode of that, and there, I think there's also one with uh, in um, Orville. Orville. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh that's yeah, that's show. a good one. That's, that's a, good a really good episode, one. Yeah. yeah. The Orville is such a good show. How? How was what? it not? It was named after fucking popcorn. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's good popcorn. I didn't even put that in. The also, same it's actually it's an actual. Oh, you, know, you never grabbed got the Orville Redenbacher reference. No. Really? I just like oh, literally yeah. the intro previews were. Uh, who's the guy that the main character? Seth uh, MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane eating fucking popcorn with the or with the red <laughs> box of popcorn in yeah. front of him. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, that that, that show's is... product placement doesn't work for me because <laughs> <laughs> he's not familiar with the product. What? <laughs> oh, I, I have overrun buckers on my oven right now. <laughs> and if I want popcorn, oh, then I you should just... probably go take care of that. It's probably burning. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Man, I, people should just have an air popper. Like that makes the popcorn so much cheaper. No, no, you don't need an air popper to make the popcorn cheap. You can literally use a, a stove in yeah, a pan a with a little, little bit of oil. No, that's oil. that's nonsense. <laughs> Who's gonna do that? I do it a lot. Oh, you're insane. <laughs> Why? You have technology around you. You can use some the air thirty. Pop- that literally is technology. Yeah, yeah but you should use technology that's fifty all the years old. Seeds. You have like a bottom of the thing. It's like 15, 18, no, no. 30 seeds. You, you need to move forward to nineteen seventies technology. Move away from your nineteen thirties. If I was technology. in nineteen seventies technology, they didn't have that It'd one that goes proper. like this or whatever. Oh, yep. And then you just flip it over, and then now that's fucking technology. My right my there. grandma had the one with the crank. Uh, so it's basically like just a pop. Uh, it was just a pot with like this thing, and it has like a crank, and there's like a wire whisk in there to agitate the kernel, so you don't I, have to shake. The I had thing. to replace my uh, air popper uh, because like, it was like originally from the. I'm pretty sure it was like mid 1970s. Yeah, yeah, you have one with a with a switch now, had, so I'm my, not afraid of getting yeah, no, shocked like, every it's time. No I longer, it. like, uh, it's no longer a hazard. I have a brand new one, and it just kept spitting kernels out. And then yeah, notice okay, that my grandpa's living well. back in the just, 1970s. I'm gonna go forward with my microwave and a bag, and you just hit. Popcorn I don't like button. my. I don't like microwave yeah, popcorn. Either. What? It doesn't taste right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I also don't like the, the butter fake butter shit that they put on yeah. like uh, at like um, like the big cinema companies or, or in the 
microwave popcorn. Yeah. See, I like that fake butter. I just I, don't like I, what it does to me the next day. Gross. I like I like the I like real butter. Mm-hmm. I'm a real butter fan. No, or else I'll just have like the oil that I use I do in the pan, pan to yeah. do it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. then you're good. Like yeah. I do uh, real butter and then I do uh, you do cheese powder. nacho cheese on your goddamn popcorn. I do like cheese what? on my popcorn. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like the cheese on my popcorn. Cheese, cheese powder. I like. Uh-huh. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love me some like old Dutch white cheddar. Mm-hmm. That is that shit is the shit. As the perfect like yeah, I, I don't snack like snack food like on a road trip. You're just like shoveling. I don't like the yellow cheese sprinkles, no, the, but yeah. I like the white cheese sprinkle on my the white that, cheddar. That old the puffed popcorn stuff actually came. Oh, to, the the styrofoam peanuts. Yeah, that came to save my life because I I was after hiking in in Utah so far depleted and dehydrated that I didn't have enough sodium in my system to absorb more water, so I had to go buy a bag of that shit to try to add some salt in my body. To oh, wow. Actually wait, wait, pack your peanuts? No, the puffed popcorn. Yeah, he ate a bunch of packs. I was like, that doesn't do anything for you. Why did you do that? <laughs> you say that now, go try it. I once ate a bunch of packing peanuts as a child. <laughs> were the ones that dissolved or no? Yep, they were the ones that dissolved. <laughs> okay. And so my cousin convinced me that they were just like a new type of like you're like oh no they're fine to eat because they dissolve just like just like those those things and so I ate a ton and then <laughs> like and then threw up on a treadmill <laughs> while it was running. <laughs> Probably been this. <laughs> My grandma wasn't happy. <laughs> She's never liked me since. I don't understand why I don't. <laughs> you're the one that puked on my treadmill. Were I they... mean, I was also the one that ate half a box of packing peanuts. But <laughs> so wait, they weren't angry at the person who told you to do that. No, no, that's how it works. Snitches get stitches. He didn't say anything. <laughs> they were a snap. I was wrong. Oh, well, I don't really have a discussion topic for today, but I feel like we've gone on a bunch of tirades that yeah, have made a discussion topic. Ones. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we talked about chicken wings. We talked about app-based religion. We talked about packing peanuts. App-based religion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of sad that you skipped over the news story I sent you. Oh, uh, we can. Oh, yeah, we didn't actually finish all our news, did we? Yeah, we can. We can. We can hit that one. Um, if you pulled up my internet sector real slow. Yeah, yeah. Right? Let me uh, let me pull this up here. Uh, I, I had honestly forgotten about it until you just brought it up. I had the I had the title, which is "Drunk Group Puts Twenty Five Foot Dinosaur in Road." Yes. Uh, it comes from the UK because they still have dinosaurs. Um, a dinosaur was left in the middle of <laughs> High Street, uh, in the middle of High Street, courtesy of some drunken pranksters. It is believed a twenty-five foot or seven and a half meter model Triceratops had had to be removed from Hyde's High Street and God's Hill on the Isle of Wight, uh, Isle of Wight after it was dragged from the Jurassic Garden. <laughs> Owner Martin Simpson said he was shocked to see the model appearing on social media over the weekend. The dinosaur is part of Mr. Simpson's shop garden where he sells prehistoric gems and fossils. Uh, he said it takes about uh, five blokes to move the dinosaur a couple of inches, so it was definitely a concerted effort and drink was probably involved. He added that he would now be securing the dinosaur to make sure the incident did not happen again. A photo of the obstruction was taken by Chris uh, Hollingshead, who spotted it when he was driving home from work on Saturday morning and later posted a photograph on social media. Staff from Island Roads, uh, which operates road maintenance on the island, returned the dinosaur to the Jurassic Garden. A spokesperson said three of our staff attended the scene and placed it back into the garden from where it had been removed. The road was reopened within a short period of our arrival on site. That's awesome. Right? That's, I mean, <laughs> That's if, if you're gonna block a road, you block it with a goddamn dinosaur. Because then people get a chuckle. Also, there's a dinosaur. <laughs> Dinosaurs make everything better. How did peaches get to all of England? Isn't that a triceratops? Peaches? Yep. Yeah. Trice- yep. Yeah. If I win the lottery, I'm totally buying a like, like one of those old Jurassic Park. Here's a uh, here, here's a photo. I don't know if you guys want to see the photo here. <laughs> it's pretty great, pretty great here. That'd you be pretty terrifying road. in the middle of the night. Also, drive up and there's fucking Triceratops in the middle of the road. I bet he did it himself because he was he was hoping that Triceratops got hit by a car and he had insurance. I like that it takes up both lanes. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's twenty. What would you say? Seven meters? Seven yeah, meters? yeah. It's it's twenty. It's like you know, it's it's uh, twenty five feet long. Like, that's that's a lot of feet. And like, but like initially when I read this, um, if I hadn't seen the photo, like I would I would have pictured like, I I would position it like it's like walking down the street, 
like on its way to the pub or something. Right, but I mean, maybe there's a pub across the street, and maybe it's just crossing the street. No, no, I'm trying to answer like that question. That. Why did the dinosaur cross? No, the road? I have done what this guy did. Whoever these people were, like of making it just block the entire traffic because you know that's, I don't know. I've seen a video like, like that. I think it was down in Florida or somewhere with a canal, and you're, it, the video is just them on a boat, and they kind of have it kind of doing like the pan, panoramic view of this house, and unless you're looking for it, you don't notice there's a fucking T Rex in between two trees looking at the water. Oh, you get me half in the bag. That kind of make me freak out for a second yep. before Man, my brain processed that. Dinosaurs are awesome. Put together my dinosaur pelvis today. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, I'm working on printing the legs now. I yeah, saw so you had the skull out earlier. Yeah, earlier. I moved it back upstairs. Get away from the drunken shenanigans. But... <laughs> All right. Should we get out of here? Yeah. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in to this, our 297th episode. I'll be back again next week uh, with a show about things. We might talk about chicken wings, and we might not. Oh, Odds oh. are we'll probably talk about chicken wings, because now I want chicken wings. <sighs> All right. Uh, Wing off? If you guys have any session. questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at bindestudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com. Slash studios or follow us on Twitter at bindestudios.com. I'll see you guys next week.